This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Your host, this podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. There's a special for offer for new FanDuel users. You get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. It's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. As usual, I am joined by Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. And uh, what's going on with you, Dalton? How you doing? Doing pretty poorly. Um, my my, I don't want to get into too many details, but my my wife just uh, dealt with basically uh, pretty pretty tragic stuff, back to back deaths in, in in the last two days. One wasn't totally unexpected, the other was, and it was horrific the day after. And um, so yeah, I mean, I I'm actually a, an emotional guy, and I admit that. Um, my wife is not. And it's like the first time I've seen her cry in more than at least in, in at least five years. So, yeah, it's been it's been pretty rough last couple of days, and I'm 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 still here to record this podcast. But it's been pretty awful, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, usually if I ask you how you're doing, it's like, well, you know, the Warriors they lost a close game, and I had the over, you know. So this is like I'm surprised. Like people who listen to this podcast didn't even know you were a human being. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's actually been like, like I said, one was actually like pretty horrific after the other. So it's, it's, it's not been ideal, but, um, Hey, the Warriors did win last night by 29 points without Kevin Durant. So there's that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's up with Kevin Durant? I mean, is the dude, you know, Andy Barron's was mocking you on Twitter saying that, you know, even though this was going on in your family, think about how cold hearted Andy Barron's was like totally mocking your basketball team on Twitter while you were having a personal family tragedy. Um, with no regard for what you're going through and saying whether Kevin Durant is even able to hold up on his, uh, you know, skinny legs. Yeah, I know Andy Barron's is a very mean spirited person. Um, that's, that's, uh, without question, but, uh, no, no and all honestly, he didn't really know that that was happening to me, but, uh, yeah, we have a warrior's bet. And, um, what about his bulls off to such a hot start? I have no idea. I'm not paying attention to the NBA. The only time I know about the NBA is we have Andre on once a week to talk basketball, and literally five minutes before the segment, I go to NBA.com and I look at like what's going on in the playoff series. So I'm not a total idiot when I ask him about you know who he thinks is going to win or what's going on. I I don't know, man. The NBA, you know, I don't want to I don't want to rehash what I say all the time, but the you know it's too long, too many series in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I, I haven't done the research, but I'm gonna guess that Boston is the first team ever to be 
uh, down 0-2 as a number one seed? I mean, because it's basketball. It's not. It's not baseball. It's not NHL or you know. I mean. I mean, or the NFL. I mean, what I would imagine they're probably the first team ever to be down 0-2 as a number one seed. Uh, that seems very, very unlikely to me to ever happen to happen previously. Big upset by the Warriors, which I'm sure you remember, beating the first seeded, top seeded Dirk Nowitzki yeah. Mavs. Baron Davis is going crazy. It was a big thing. I don't know that they were up 2-0 in that series, but, um, you know, there's upsets. But this is not even nearly of that magnitude, right? Like, the difference between the Bulls and the Celtics is not that. It's not like a, a true one seed and an eight seed. It's like, you know, a three seed and a six seed. Like, if it were the West, it would be like, oh, a six is up 2-0 against a three. That's about what this is. Right. And the other the other thing I want to mention briefly is also Boston is, is it might be the first ever one seed to get the number one overall draft pick. That, that's another crazy thing here. But related here is uh, the Cavs. I, you know, I got them at minus 280 to win the East and I'm just kicking myself to not go heavier. Tell me that's not free money. It, it, that, that's free money. That's just betting on LeBron staying healthy. And, and I should have I mean, I went pretty big. One of the biggest bets I've ever made, but I should have went even bigger. I mean, it, it's a joke. Of course they're going to win the East. Well, minus 280. That's actually pretty big. I got it 200, basically, what I have with Trevor. So, Oh, that's, yeah, that's silly that he made that bet. Yeah. I, know. No, I feel I, bad taking his money. They pay him so little at XM, it's sad. Like, I'm just taking, right. the, taking what little he has left. But, I mean, seriously, right? I mean, I, I, I really feel like that's free money. I mean, of course they're going to win the East. I, I mean, okay. I was name, the, name the other team. Name, name, name the threat. Well, that doesn't matter because it's like if, if each, you know, let's say there were a million teams in the East and each one had like a .0001 chance of winning. Right. right. You add them all. I couldn't name the one out of a million, right? I mean, that's an extreme scenario. But I may not be able to name the one out of the seven, but – if they all have like a 5% or the top one has like a 12% and the lowest one has a 4% collectively, you know, they might be close. But, no, I mean, I agree. I think the Cavs are going to win. I made the same bet you did. Um, but I, you know, obviously it could happen. Yeah. It's going to cost you money if they beat my Warriors again in the finals because that, that'll push over our LeBron James bet we made, what, five years ago? Over? So annoying. So annoying, yeah. that bet. That, it was such a stupid bet on my part. Just, just because, Very. not, not, not because of the way it'll turn out, but because I couldn't get paid for another ten years, basically. Right, right, exactly. All right, okay. So, um, I, I think uh, I really don't have that many topics for you. I've been, I've been uh, out to lunch even more than usual the last uh, couple days. But um, we got to talk about what, what about Aaron Hernandez? This is kind of crazy, right? Well, okay. So a couple things on this, and I touched on this on the XM show yesterday, but. Aaron Hernandez, right? Like I, I get the tweet comes across my Twitter feed yesterday. Um, someone retweets it, and then like everyone starts just retweeting the story, right? Like just tweeting the story that he hanged himself. So I'm thinking, why are people retweeting this? Like if you have commentary on it, that's one thing. If you're like, you know, this is tragic, and it says X, Y, and Z. Okay, fine. You're you're sending something that you want people to know. But why are you telling me about the story? Why do you think it's you that needs to tell me, your follower, about the story? I'm gonna hear about the story. It's not like there's no way to escape the story. So why are you retweeting this? Like, what is the morbid fascination of you retweeting that story? Like, I don't get it. Like, Stefania Bell retweeted that story, right? And I'm thinking, did he sprain his ankle when he hanged himself accidentally? Was that part of it? Because then it would make sense. Because then it would be under her purview. Like, oh, well, let's analyze how long the ankle sprain will heal. Actually, it won't because when you're dead, you stop healing. But the point is, I don't understand why all these people, and it was, you know, it wasn't just her. It was like dozens of people in my timeline were, were retweeting it. What is the purpose of that? 
Well, I like you throwing Stefania Bell under the bus. That's under the bus. I'm just saying what she did. She, it's out there. She retweeted. She didn't say, "What a no, tragedy." I'm, she just retweeted it. It's like, oh, you're, are you the, are you the breaking news reporter on de- on post career football suicides? He well, was what? literally, literally the lead story on CNN. I mean, it, he was it on was the front page of the New York front Times. Page. Yeah, the front page. Well, yeah. What the fuck? Why? We're like bombing countries in Syria. We're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. There's so much corruption. Who gives a shit? That dude hasn't played football in like four years, right? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you upset with the people retweeting it or the the, the news outlets in general or both? Okay, I mean, I'm not upset with any. I'm not upset with anybody. I'm not upset. I, you know, I understand. I, I'm just I'm just trying to understand what it is that motivates someone to see, obviously tragic and very dark. I mean, killing yourself in prison is that's the lowest form of human. That's like the end of the line, right? That's like the end of the end. That's the lowest of the low. And so but but hold on, hold on. Before you, before, you, before you go further here, you realize that he was you know, acquitted of the two mur- – um, obviously he was going to spend time in jail regardless, but the double murder charges he was acquitted of, and he's found with uh, a red marker on his forehead. The news reports have come out today with like the scripture. Like, it's, it's, it's really kind of bizarre. Okay, well, regardless, I'm just taking it at face value that he killed himself. Maybe there's some conspiracy. Who cares? It's Aaron Hernandez. He's just some douche who, kill, who killed at least one person no, a few years ago and probably he either killed those two people or the other dude in the car. He was driving in, like, a drive-by, and he didn't report. Either way, I'm not, right. I mean, okay. it's a tragic situation because, obviously, he's a person. But, you know, I'm not, like, I don't. Not, I don't care so much about the conspiracy. Or, it's not important. It's not like 9-11 where it'd be like, holy shit, that's what happened? You know, It's not that interesting to me, who, whether someone killed him or he killed himself. My point okay. is not that I'm upset with people for retweeting. I'm just thinking, if I see something like that in, the tr- in my timeline, I don't retweet it. I might, I might like comment on it. I might quote it and like put like, wow, this shows what CTE, you know, this dude probably had CTE squared, right? Or like, you know, I might make a comment on it. I, I might say something about it. I might want to make a, a very tasteless too soon joke about it that I can't, and then I just email you the joke, and then you say a real man will post it, and I said, fine, but then a real man would retweet it and, and write times 100, okay? And then we never do it, because neither of us are a real man, apparently. But the point is that why, I'm just trying to understand why is everyone retweeting the same story? It's not like I'm not, everybody who follows them is not going to see the story anyway. So that's one question. Like, what are they thinking? Like, what is the morbid fascination with it? And then two... The news outlets, like, why are they leading with it on the homepage of the New York Times? Like, this is not important information that people need to know. It's, it's funny because uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, texted me saying, Dalton, you should uh, tweet if you're still holding on to Aaron Hernandez in your keeper league, you can safely drop him. And I wrote, oh, that's pretty good, but I feel bad hanging the guy out to dry like that. Um, too so that was soon. My joke. You are that's a terrible soon. person. It's way too soon. Think of the family. What if the family uh, heard this podcast? Think about how they would feel. You're I an know. awful person. It is. It is. Anyway, awful. well, maybe you know. I mean, there, I mean, there's a very long shot chance he could resurrect his career at some point. Yeah. Very. Yeah. So anyway, I, I get I get what you're saying, but I mean, it is crazy. You know how old Aaron Hernandez is at, uh, right now, or or Kurt, sorry, a couple days ago. Zero. Was. Yeah, he's zero now. He's what, 27 or something? Yeah, 27. I mean, he was so he was at one point the youngest player in the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's, 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 Wait, well, it's dark days. You know, him, remember Lawrence Phillips? He like threw his girlfriend down a flight of stairs, beat some other women, then finally went to jail, murdered someone in jail, and then killed himself. Right. Yeah. But honestly, no, I, I, I think a lot of these guys, it's the CTE. Like OJ, CTE. Like OJ was, 
I don't know. He grew up like a tough guy. He was in some gangs growing up, but like he was this personable guy. And like you, you get enough concussion. You know, Junior Seau killed himself. I mean, a lot of these guys killed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's just a, the, the NFL like, is like Javon Belcher killed himself. You know, I don't know. This podcast is going getting dark, but like, you know, the CT, like the NFL, it's like not only do they not like compensate people for all the damage it's done, not only do they like totally not deal with the domestic violence problem. And not only do they sort of like put the concussion research and bury it, but those two things may not be unrelated. Like the domestic violence issue may be partly because these guys are a little bit brain damaged, right? They're not in command of their faculties all the time. And I wonder, man, you know, these dudes get the concussion starting in high school, maybe earlier, and they get it all through college and they go to the NFL and get more and they just, you know, snap. Now, I'm not saying that excuses every bad thing if any NFL player does, but you, I mean... You're seeing random dudes kill themselves. I mean, you got to think like the juice was pretty unhinged. I mean, maybe you know, maybe when, when they should do an autopsy on these guys and see how damaged their brains were. Yeah, everyone, everyone should watch the uh, OJ. Um, for, even the FX show was pretty good too. But uh, the um, the Thirty for Thirty was really, really good. Um, yeah, yeah. There seems to be a lot more problems in the NFL than the NBA as far as this goes. Um, right, and there's exactly. a couple. Exactly. NBA, there's not like a big deal about this, right? I mean, NBA, I'm not saying every guy's a saint in the NBA, but it doesn't seem to like track more than the general population. NFL well, seems like. Part, part of the reasoning has to be just the, the sheer volume, right? There, there are a lot more people in, involved. But yeah, yeah. No, it's. it's, it's, it's way, it just seems way rarer in the NBA or baseball or you know, whatever, other sports. It seems like the NFL is the worst. And it's yeah. probably because these guys are brain damaged, at least some of it. By the way... But what an ending. I mean, Aaron Hernandez has murdered, killed himself uh, with a bed sheet in prison. Um, I mean, that's pretty crazy. It's a, I get what you're saying as far as, like, the, the, the general thing, as far as the world. This story is probably no, overrated. It's for shock whatever. value. It's for shock value. I get it. Shock that's why value. they put it there. Yeah. But it's like, he hasn't played since 2013. When he did play, he was a good player. He wasn't, like... He wasn't... You know, he wasn't even Rob Gronkowski, right? I mean, he, he wasn't like a superstar. He was like a good player. And he, eh, he was on the verge of being a, a superstar. He was he a was... rising prospect as it four years ago. That's all, right? He was basically like, he's not, he wasn't even as like famous as like Arian Foster four years ago. Right. You know, right. He, was, he was a minor player. The other crazy twist of the story is that the uh, defense that was, uh, you know, representing Hernandez at the trial tried to subpoena uh, Bill Belichick to come and be a character witness. And he didn't show up. And he didn't show up. And the reason he didn't show up, do you know how he got out of showing up? No, I don't. Because I, no. Belichick no. apparently lives in a gated community. And the sheriff's department could not serve him, apparently. Like, you have to, you know, when you, when you subpoena somebody or sue somebody, you need to serve them paper. Personally. Yeah, you have to serve them in person. And literally, like, his gated community would not let them in to do so. It just, I don't know, it's just something really crooked about the whole thing like you know it's like when you get super rich you like insulate yourself from the law like even like little uh, annoyances of the law and it's just belichick didn't want to deal so he just sat this one out i don't know it's just, that's actually really funny i did not know that part of the the story yeah that's, he got out of it and they when they finally got it to him it was like the day before the trial they didn't want to delay the whole thing so they just they just let it they just dropped it Right. And there's another whole controversy there about the uh, the amount of people that showed up for the pre presidential stuff. Have you heard about that? I did see that. I did see that. Maybe Brady was like, you know, maybe Brady did. Maybe that's what happened in jail. Like Brady did it, you know, and so that's why he couldn't be at the inauguration. Definitely possible. Because All Hernandez, right, was, Hernandez was finally, once he got acquitted for the second one, going to spill the beans on Brady and Belichick's cheating to get out. And then Brady 
busted into the prison or got his henchmen or and orchestrated it and did it himself. I like that theory. All I right, I'm gonna go with that one. So, so, so one of our uh, dedicated listeners, Alan Sislowski, yep. actually tweeted at us um, that he wanted our take on Bill O'Reilly, who the day that Hernandez hanged himself uh, also got canned. So I don't know if those, you know, we can associate them forever together in history. Uh, what is your take on Bill O'Reilly? Well, you know me, I can, um, I'm a little bit different than you as far as our, uh, our jobs, and I can't go too crazy in politics, but um, I was going to bring him up to you. Uh, I mean, obviously, he seems like a bad dude, right? I mean, well, I, I, I don't know what other take you can have other than uh, the sponsorships dried up, and uh, their, Fox was kind of forced to get him out of there, and I, 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 there's so many allegations, it seems like he's uh, a bad dude. Yeah, and I think he also settled some, right? So, like, <laughs> they, they're not allowed to disclose the details because they took the money, but, like, you don't settle with three people and then have, like, 20 other people come out of the woodwork if it's, if it's all made up. It's like Bill right. Cosby. He's like, he's, like, not quite as bad as Bill Cosby. I'm not going to put him in that category, but he... Yeah, that's a little... Yeah, yeah that's, that's a little different level. That's a little different level. different levels, yes. Yeah, different level. Um, but, you know, I, I just think he's just sort of an old-school douche and, and, and is rich and powerful and just didn't never got reined in, you know, with sort of like the shit that went on before people don't tolerate anymore. And he was just doing that shit and getting away with it because he was a big star on the network. And then, uh, it has know. to be really bad though. Right. For them to can him. Cause I mean, he, well, he definitely yeah. was a big star. Well, of course. I mean, it, it has was, to it was, be really it bad, was bad enough that they canned him. It was exactly bad enough that they canned him, but you know, it's sort of like, a, it's an avalanche. Like they probably found out about two or three and then, once it came, once it went public, and the Times did a story on him, then everybody else came out of the woodwork and was like, "Oh yeah, he was doing this for a long time." And more stories and corroboration comes out. But yeah, I mean, good riddance to that douchebag. <laughs> Who get, yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody's, nobody. I mean, I guess some people, his viewers, I guess, but nobody that I know like gives a shit. It's like, yeah, get rid of that fuck. He's already super rich. It's not like it's an embarrassment, you know, to go out like that. But whatever. Yeah, it's not like uh, I mean I mean I can't give it a personal opinion. I I rarely watch the show. I never watch that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's just for like old people. It, it's really nobody. I don't think anyone under the age of sixty five watches that. But he was quite popular. So it was well. There's yeah, there's a lot of boomers. That it's a it's a very large generation of people. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Where are we going next? Let me. Uh, I have a couple baseball okay, things. Okay. Go ahead. Just throw, to, out, throw some baseball stuff. But, well, guess, me, I'll go, uh, okay. You go first. Guess Madison Bumgarner. Uh, guess the Giants' record in Madison Bumgarner's uh, starts this season. Zero and four. Yeah. Okay. You got it right. I knew he was zero and three. He's pitched. He's pitched well. He's oh, he's, that's the thing. Yeah, he's he's pitched well, and I'm a Giants fan, so I'm a homer. I had to bring that up. Um, the what, other thing what, I want to bring up. What did you think of the What did you think of the trade I did with Fred Zinke? Did you see that in Friends and Family? No, I didn't. What was it? No, what was it? Oh, you didn't see that. Okay, so. He needs saves, and I got Greg Holland off a of waiver, so I had some, you know, I'm doing well in saves. So I got Kershaw, and I got Sean Kelly before Trinan had lost his job. This is like four or five days ago. Sean Kelly, Kershaw, and Jason Kipnis for Josh Harrison, Kenley Jansen, and Bumgarner. Ooh. Um, yeah, that, uh, that sounds pretty good. I, I think I was dismissive of it because I'm dominating that league. Uh, you're not going to be dominating for long. You're you're weak in batting average, and that's going to be a tough one when everyone starts passing all the dead teams in the other categories. Like I'm going to pass, you know, the Salfino and the Funston team and stolen bases and all those teams because, you know, they'll stop making moves after a while. But those averaging categories, those those are for keeps, man. 
Yeah, no one's within 14 points of me. I'm in first by that much. But um, of course, it's time to 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 declare myself the winner at this time of year. Well, I I would accept that and pay you the 500 gladly if that rule held for all leagues that we're in. Do you know why that is? What's the other one? Because I'm in first in the NFBC overall main. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. By wow. A lot. My lead increased because I had Keichel and Kershaw going last night. That's the other guy I was going to bring up to you is Keichel because he was your he was your guy last year. So that's that's actually the only other name I wanted to bring up. How good has he been? Uh, he's been good. He's been good. I'm I'm up like I mean obviously it's April twenty. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How what's the just tell everyone what's the payout there? That's 100, it's one hundred twenty five k, uh, one hundred twenty five thousand. But again, it's April twentieth. It's better to be in first than it is to be in tenth, and it's better to be in tenth than it is to be in four hundred eightieth. But yeah, I've, I had never been in first place in this league in like five years that I've done it at any point before this season, and I've been in first or second like all week. And last night I just up my lead significantly so i've got like a big gap between me and second but uh of course <laughs> you know one bad outing I, I already have zach Britton on the dl i've got rich hill on the dl so like it's not like i've been sailing through this you know it's just i'm so far so good yeah i like how you bring up that it's 420 for one it is um, 420 it is for hitler's birthday yes i know yes so you exactly. were thinking right was that what you were thinking that's, yes. What what other reason would I have? Because I thought that up? I thought people just like to smoke weed to celebrate Hitler's birthday. Yeah, that's 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 exactly. I only brought it up because of Hitler's birthday. But um, yeah. Oh, that's that's impressive. Even if it's just three weeks into the season, that's the yeah. That's pretty exciting to get fired up for that. Right. So if you're like first you're, overall, because there's so many people involved. Yeah, it's overall. You're saying. Yeah, it's not first in my league. I'm first overall, and so I was like, if you, you know, I would give you the 500 for winning friends and family happily if we could just end all leagues today if the baseball just went on strike today before the game start and just it never got resolved i'm totally fine with that well that that does make some sense financially yes i'd give you a small piece of my gigantic winnings but we'll see but i'm just on it you know what i mean like i'm on the shit like you know the friday moves i'm looking at waiver wires i'm very nervous about britain they say it's not that big a deal but now he's getting an mri so Maybe it'll turn out to be a big deal. Who knows? But either way, I'm just like, I'm on it. Luckily, I um, I have three other closers, but two are very shaky. So I had four closers at one point, and Britain's down. So I'm at three, two of whom are shaky. Well, we'll all just laugh at this three months from now because it's not, not – I don't mean to even make fun of you, but this is just so funny how much stuff will change in three months. <laughs> it's true, but, again, it's better to get off to a good start than a bad one. You know, it is better. It is yeah. better than, than a bad one, right? I'm all pretty right, sure I will not go wire to wire in first place. I, I will guarantee right. that. Right. You got anything for me? Fuck. I did have some shit, but I, I forgot what it was. Um well, oh, you got to write everything down. I, I wrote something down. In and I, old but, age, in old age. No, 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 no. I'm just on a different computer where it's not written down, basically. I want your, okay, I'll, I'll throw something, one, one last thing okay. at you, okay? Um, your opinion is that Nirvana is overrated? No. I no, thought it was. Not. No. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's garbage. Pearl Jam is garbage. The fact that Pearl Jam has its own station is stupid. They're not even good. They don't even have one good song. Nirvana's really good. Oh wow! I totally was wrong on this. I I thought that you, okay, all right. Well, there there's your your hot take. Not no no longer hot. Okay, my bad. All right. Well, I I thought who you told thought, you that I didn't like Nirvana? 
I remember on one of our trips to labor, I thought that you said that. Nah, I, I didn't say that. And I was, my my daughter is like obsessed with the um, one of these live songs from their from their I mean their uh, unplugged album is just so good, and my and my daughter's like kind of obsessed with it. So that she's, that's she's, what I wanted. Chloe's got good taste. There was a, you know it was going around like Barons and Pino and Salfino were dissing the Doors, saying the Doors are garbage and all this stuff. And let me tell you, I I listened to a lot of Doors in college. I know most of their work. I was maybe or maybe not in an altered state of consciousness a lot of the time during those listens. And I have to say, the Doors are legit. There's some cheesy songs they have that are annoying, but they may not be like a top 20 band, but they're certainly like top 50 or 60. Yeah, I can't, I can't give you much of an opinion on the Doors. I should okay. check them. That, yeah. It's a little, I guess it's before my time. I guess yeah. a little. Um, the, the song my daughter loves is Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Um, and there are a lot of covers, I get it, but uh, on that album. But um, okay, all right. I, I, I was ready to give you a really hard time because Nirvana is not overrated just because uh, he died. No, you know? I never. So, that, you're, you're you're confusing me with someone stupid, and so. All right. Uh, oh wow. Okay. I'm definitely yeah. am. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I you you like didn't ask me about my trip way. to France, by the way. You didn't ask me at all about that shit. You just don't care. Um. Not really. But go ahead. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna divulge unless it's unless it's wanted. I'm not gonna like force it on the podcast. All right, I want it. We got five more minutes. Come on, right. yeah, tell, we, got, we got like five minutes. So, um, we went to Paris, and I have to say that as, at first we weren't even gonna go to Paris because we were like, and eh, we've both been in Paris a few times. Like, let's just go to places we haven't seen. But we're taken for granted. When you get to Paris, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is number one. Like, this is the best city. This is still the best city, even though it's filled with tourists and it's got whatever. It is just so chill. The food is so good. Uh, the, so many beautiful women walking around Paris. The, you know, and you walk by, you're like, man, I got to get some clothes. I got to buy. I'm like, I need to get some new threads. I'm like, we're wearing the same clothes every day. I'm like, look at this stuff. It's the most cosmopolitan, most picturesque city. That's, it's a, it's ob- you know, everyone knows it's a museum. It's like walking through a museum, the city. It's you're amazing. not cool enough to call it threads, Liz. I wear threads, dude. You wear whatever your mom dressed you in a long time ago that you still haven't uh, adapted from. All right. Okay. All right. What kind of food? I want to hear details of the well, food. Well, we had, we had some lamb at this place and, and this mashed potatoes with cheese and butter. And then I actually, even though I'm gluten-free, had one croissant because I'm fucking in Paris. I'm going to have one. And then we had this really great dinner. at this like It was sort of like an omakase. You know, it wasn't Japanese, but it was just like whatever they were making. And it was awesome fish and sweetbreads and anchovies and some crazy shit. It was really good. Took a, we rented a car and drove south a couple hours to the Champagne region and stayed at this vast chateau. And the dude who owns it was like making like roasted lamb, roasted chicken with all these like farmer's market vegetables, which are like basically only California is the only place I get produce that good. And there were like eight people staying there and there was, you know, ridiculous amounts of wine and champagne and cider like every day, all day. And they had a tennis court. I was like playing tennis and a ping pong table and these fast grounds, a trampoline. Sasha was like jumping on the trampoline. Although I have to say after a few drinks, being forced to jump on the trampoline with a five-year-old does make you want to yak. I didn't, but it was like, I was like, please, please. Only one more minute of this and I got to go. It was really tough, but it was just, it was a nice trip. The guy who owns the place drives a Bentley and I asked him if I could have a photo of myself in the Bentley and he said, yes, so I've got some photos of me sitting in the Bentley while drinking a beverage. And I'm thinking, you know, when I release my rap album later, uh, I'll probably use that as the cover.
Well, I want to see that, for one. Um, second of all, uh, I'm pretty sure I went over my love of Rack of Lamb last week. Uh, this wasn't a rack. This was like a whole, like, I don't know what it was, like a whole loin that was roasted and chopped up into pieces. It's definitely one of my favorite meats. Um, so, and thirdly, I bet you don't think I know what omakase is. I? Okay. No, I thought you might know. Okay. Yeah. I do. The answer. I mean, the answer. The other guy was like, yeah, we're going to this restaurant, Sugarfish, in L.A. We're going to ch- check that out. I'm like, yeah, it's a chain. <laughs> so I, I, you can understand why I might wonder about your knowledge, but I, I pretty much thought you would. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, so you have a problem with Sugarfish? No, it's fine. It was good. I mean, I'm sure you liked it, right? It was good. It was fresh fish, right? You're right. It was fine. It wasn't over. It wasn't mind blowing. It's a chain. It's a chain. You know, it's like there's just never nothing that is massively reproduced like that can be. It can just never be that great. You know, it can never be the real thing. Totally agree with you with chains. Yeah, thousand percent agree. Yeah. All right, man. Well, sorry about your family situation. Um, hope people, uh, you know, get through it, and uh, I will pick it up with you next week. All right, thanks, Liz. All right, take it easy, Dalton. This podcast was sponsored by FanDuel. There's a special offer for new users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW.